Come join the conversation, the show that you've been wanting. Keep it real with no filter. Weekly we share discussions. WWSD interviewing creative guests, talking the creative process and sharing all the influences from TV and film. Emmy nominated and winning. Yeah, they coming through. Actors and comedians too. Directors and writers, we're more than a few. Masters of their craft. Yes, tune in. You gotta see this the podcast that you need. WWSD. Welcome to the WWSD Podcast. Weekly, we share discussions with interesting and creative people. We are sponsored by Collector's Maze. You can check them out at collectorsmaze.com for all things related to fandom. I'm your host, Josh, and as always, I'm joined by my buddy and co-host, Seamus. How's it going, Seamus? Going great, man. I'm excited for tonight. Yeah, me too, buddy. So who do we have on? Tonight, we are joined by a very special guest. We are joined by Orlando stand-up comedian, Christoph John. Christoph is the host of a very funny John and Jack's podcast and the host of the 15 Second Podcast. He's also a writer and star of the web series Get Good, created by our friend of the podcast, Jake Ricca. The pilot has just dropped, so please check that out if you guys haven't already. It's really funny. And it's a pleasure having you on the podcast, man. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. Of course. How, how long have you been uh, doing comedy in the Orlando scene? Uh, about five years now. And you, you started there? Yeah, yeah. How old were you when you started? First set, I was 19. Okay. I waited six months and to really do it, and then I was 20. Why did you wait so long? I was, uh, what's the word, mortified by the initial experience, and then and then I fell in love, and so I didn't think about stand-up very much, and okay. she fucking broke my goddamn heart, and I had to <laughs> <laughs> become outwardly focused, I think, and then just went right crazy about stand-up. So that, like, that like kind of ripped you apart and then gave you the opportunity to go back on stage. Yeah, yeah, she was weighing me down. It's just a drag. Fucker. Fucking bitch. No, I'm just kidding around. Oh, oh, she's well. Yeah, she's a wonderful person that you love and respect. No, it's, been, it's been five years. We I wish her well. I hope no one's taking me seriously. You're 19. You go on stage for the first time. You said you were mortified. What was that? Was it just working in front of a crowd that was scary or? Did you just bomb? Uh, yeah, yeah. But I bombed. My like voice was trembling. I couldn't remember what I had written. The shaking microphone. Yeah, I was completely shaking. Everything I wrote wasn't funny. Yeah, at least you wrote something. Yeah, I did write. A, I tried to write a lot before. And then what I thought was like, oh, this is so much. It's like I, I think I breezed through it really quickly and then was like, oh, no, I have nothing or forgot it all. I kind of like repressed the memory, to be honest. Oh, I'm yeah. just thinking about it thinking about it again now i remember one guy i got one guy to go ha that was a highlight he went ha what was it like the the second time you went up after you'd, you'd had that six months to get over the trauma i think it was bad i i think it might have been better but i was really bad so you said like you uh when you went on when you were 19 you did write a bunch why were you writing like who gave you the idea to actually write material down were you friends of comedians no i didn't know any comedians i think i googled like how to do comedy and then I found this program that was like for open micers to like begin. And there was like, like a schedule, right? Like five pages, that'll be like five minutes and then do that for three weeks and then take the best and get rid of the work. You know, there was like a whole like system to it. I forgot who wrote it. It was some, some comic who is not super well-known, but he looks like Joe Coy, but it's not Joe Coy, whoever that is. Okay. He was on VH1. So shouts out to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you follow that to a T? Were you writing like every day going up to it? No, I don't think, I think I followed that like literally just by writing what I thought was five minutes and doing it once. And then six months later, I don't even think I remembered to follow that guide. I think I just started fucking around after that. 
what's your like writing routine now? I don't have much of one. I used to have a better one. I think I've gotten a little bit, just not as structured, maybe like a little lazier with it or I don't know. Now I can kind of like, I have like the blocks of an idea. And so long as I write it out, like one time, I'm like, okay, I know what I'm going to say. And then I'll end up kind of just patching it and changing it when I think it could work, but isn't working. And it's a lot more like writing on stage and a lot more saying something in a conversation and then just kind of like bullet point in a phone. Whereas before it was much more like structured and like, I would write every day. I would listen to every, I still listen to basically every set that I do. That's like the main writing thing I do is I just listen to it and whatever makes me cringe, I take out whatever I think is good to keep in. That creative process, like what are you like critiquing? Are you looking like looking for your timing or the way like it's, it's structured? It's pretty just cut and drive. Like, did that get a laugh? Okay. Did it not? Like, <laughs> or just like, why is that not funny? Like, what's the actual crux of the joke? What am I failing to express if I think this is funny? Is it easy to tell if something is funny, but you're just not delivering it in the right way, as opposed to something just not not being funny? Sometimes. I mean, like, it can't. There's stuff that I think is very funny that I'm just like, I don't know why this isn't doing well. Like, I think this is such a funny idea. As a as a comedian, you've, you've obviously you've studied comedy a lot more deeply than the people that you're performing to. <laughs> the fucking plebeians, in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially Those especially nobodies. in Florida, you know, like like uh, no you know, shit. Yeah, fuck, fuck <laughs> fucking animals. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's such a travesty that you need them to be successful. Um, yeah, they're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can, can you imagine scum. if you just had to make your own yourself laugh? A lot, a lot of people that haven't had a lot of experience with comedy, they'll, they'll, they'll laugh at any kind of hacky thing. You know what I mean? But Oh, yeah, yeah. How do you push the boundaries and also like present it in a way that the people are going to understand? I think hack is always just going to kill. Like, I mean. <laughs> in certain rooms, yeah. <laughs> it's just always going to kill, at least in Florida. I mean, integral part of defining something as hack is it has to kill. Because if, if you go up with like like... Of course it kills. That's why it's hack. That's why everybody does it. I just try my best not to be a hack, like, because I hate it. And that's like, if I imagine myself watching myself or just like an ideal audience, like I have friends who's, you know, fellow comics who's like opinions on comedy. I, I trust a lot. And like, if they saw it, would they be like, yeah, that's fucking, that is hack. feels horrible when you, when you like write those kind of jokes, right? Like, like uh, you, you want to push yourself like to something, something more than that. Yeah, yeah. There's just like, like, I've heard this joke before, and I'm talking about the same subject. And I know this hack joke would fit right in here, but I just won't do it because it's because it sucks. But they won't remember. I think still audiences are like, they're smart enough. If you aren't hacked, then they'll remember you. Because if you have a genuinely unique, authentic, creative act, they'll just like that more because it's just better. Everyone thinks that's better. There's got to be some part of it. Part of the reason that you do it is it's there's something that you're kind of expressing like within yourself as well, right? Like those, those hacky jokes don't probably don't do anything for you, probably just for the audience. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not very creatively uh, fulfilling. So backtrack a little bit, though. Uh, when you were 19, you wanted to go on stage for the first time. What, what was driving you to go on stage? Like, were you like that funny kid in high school or you just always wanted to do comedy? <laughs> no, I definitely was not. I mean, I wasn't like very outgoing. I don't know. In high school, I was very reserved and quiet, like awkward, anxious, shy, mm-hmm. fat. I don't know. I was funny, like around like the few close friends I had, I guess. But why I wanted to do stand up was I always felt like a creative person. I made like dumb, funny videos in 
high school and like even in middle school, I was always making like dumb, dumb little videos with me and my friends. And so I, and I hadn't really done anything creative for like a while in college, been like a couple of years before I felt like I wasn't really doing anything. I think I was depressed because I was a creative person, not doing anything. What were you studying in college? English. I, I'm in sales now. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, it's, <laughs> <laughs> so it all was, it all made sense. That's nice. Yeah. They do the cold calling. Yeah. 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 I work with Jake. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. We both just call them motherfuckers. It's a good time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, so you're creatively starved in, in college. So you, so why stand up though over like some other uh, creative endeavor, like either acting or maybe making like those short films again? Like, what, what was stand up in particular? I just liked it the most out of. I just consumed so much of it. Okay, okay. Like I was very, very depressed. Or not maybe not very, very. I was just depressed. Yeah. I wasn't like a healthy amount right. of depression. Yeah. <laughs> not for a while. The funny amount. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, there was like a it was weird. It was like a two month span of being like more depressed than I've ever been. And then I really got into stand up. Were you working at a factory at like Jake as well? No, I wasn't working. No, I wasn't a fucking loser. Why, why were you depressed? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was the uh I remember some girl. It's always these fucking ladies, dude. Um, uh, Jesus. Can't live with them, huh? <laughs> and I took way too much ecstasy at a uh, at a music festival, which completely ruins your brain chemistry if you guys aren't familiar. And so that combined with being, you know, an unrequited love, a mixture of their own unrequited love and, and MDMA just put me into a pit of despair. And... <laughs> like like because you're yeah. on, because you're on ecstasy something that would it might have been like a regular life event just completely devastated you yeah something that would have been like a bummer <laughs> for two weeks was like i i hate living for like two months yeah. this shit was ass i love ecstasy though it's good yeah it's good i've done it since and i'll do it again <laughs> I'm vouching for ecstasy. <laughs> so you said uh, you, you really, really like stand up. Were you were you always in the stand up, or did you get into it in your later years? I'm. You know, it's weird. It's super weird. I have this old desk, right? That's what I'm doing. The that's what my laptop's on right now. Yeah. And I had this like recorder, this like hand recorder thing. And I hand when I was like ten, I hand recorded Jim Gaffigan on TV. Okay. <laughs> and then like 10 years later i just found this recording i started playing it i was like oh yeah i remember this fucking crazy memory of being 10 years old and fucking losing my shit to some like jim gaffigan like comedy central half hour i think so when i was a kid i liked it watching comedy uh did that give you some kind of solace from your depression yeah 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 definitely i was using it as like a fucking distraction watch so much stand-up because i we had like a dvr they had seasons and seasons of uh of comedy central half hours so i was just watching those like endlessly so i was just using it to distract myself and there was so much of it on my tv all the time i was i watched it a lot like every day something i really like about comedy with like mental health is like like when you when you hear people joking about things that are people consider sacred kind of makes you feel Mm -hmm. like your problems don't don't matter you know what I mean? If you can, if you can joke about something, you know, maybe, maybe these, maybe these issues I have aren't that big of a deal. Like someone else has this problem. He made it funny. A room full of people understood what he was talking about. How long were you doing this before you got your first like feature spot? Feature spot, maybe two, three years. Okay. 
two years. No, I think fewer than that, maybe 18 months. It wasn't too long. I mean, I got really lucky because this uh, comic in Jacksonville named Brian Ziola, he like saw me do well at some showcase in, in Orlando that he was at. And was like, come close out my bar show. I'll give you, I'll give you like the tip bucket in 20 minutes, which was like, yo, what? Yeah, it's awesome. It's crazy. <laughs> it was fucking nuts. It was crazy. But I was like 21. I'm like driving two and a half hours to go get $40 for comedy and do 20 minutes. I was like, dude, this is fucking, I made it. I'm <laughs> the king of goddamn comedy right now. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, he's super, yeah, he was the best. I mean, he's not dead, but he is, he's great. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he was the best for that. What were you doing differently to get to that feature spot? Like, were you just like practicing every week? Were you going up multiple times a week to do uh, open mic? What was your methodology? Yeah, I just did as much stand up as I possibly could for the first probably three, four years of stand up. I was just doing it basically every night, multiple times a night. The scene in Orlando before COVID, mm-hmm. like you could get up, I would get up 10 times in a week. Like that's not crazy at all. So I would do that really consistently. And then I started getting like things that would be booked out of town. That would be like better shows, just like showcase here where I can do 10, 15 showcase in Daytona, where I can do 10, 15 Jacksonville, Tampa, Melbourne, just like a little out of the way from where I am and getting longer sets and sort of building up material. And were you doing any other creative endeavors at this time or were you not really just focusing on stand up? I was really singularly focused on stand up for a while. I made like couple bad short films i made they're terrible i fucking hope they're not online i gotta hate them it was with my friend who's like a he's a great cinematographer they look gorgeous and i wrote them and i was like whoever wrote this is a fucking idiot it's so bad (laughs) did you mean them to be funny or were they kind of serious stuff i it would i was like trying to for something like sincere that had like funny moments you know and then it would end up just being like this is corny like it took itself too seriously not even took itself too seriously it was just like it was just poorly written it was just i don't don't know i still don't really have like a great grasp on writing some serious fiction i I think would be hard i I did write something recently i'm somewhat proud of but it's also one of the stranger things i've written and i have no idea if it would cost so much money to make it that i'm like it'll probably just be a file (laughs) that was like peak covid where I was just like, I don't know how y'all reacted to like peak lockdown, but I fucking went nuts. I was like vegetarian. I was doing yoga. Uh, I fucking, I wrote a whole script. I was like trying to fucking start meditating. I was going, I was going wild. I was turning into a fucking monk. I was, I was just happy that I had an excuse not to hang out with anyone, honestly. But I felt that way for like a little bit. You know, I was like, <laughs> wow, this is the power of isolation. I'm just going to come out fucking, I'm just going to be jacked and like, you know, so it sounds like you came pretty close to finding God. Huh? Yeah, no, I was definitely like Zen Buddhist, dude. I was like, but I ended up writing this long ass thing too. I wrote two things. Now I just remembered one I blocked out because it was worse than the other one. <laughs> were they, were they, um, they, they weren't comedy though? They were actually like serious. No, the one was like pretty, pretty comedy heavy. And the other one was like, I was trying to go in for like a bleak kind of dark comedy. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like a hypochondriac kind of guy. Anybody else? In the, right. No. no. <laughs> you think you have anything right now? Uh, yeah, I think I have COVID right now, but oh, yeah? that's negative. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm fine. I just I've had the same like little bit of boogers going on for like a week, but I got a COVID test right when it happened, and then I got pink eye right recently. Did you get a, was it a rapid test or did you get a uh, was it the PCRN test? No, nah, I got a I got a rapid. 
sometimes those are they're not conclusive. They're not completely accurate. Yeah, thanks, dude. I appreciate that. <laughs> thanks. For so it's it's probably wrong. You probably do have COVID. Yeah, I probably do. It's probably it's probably, it's probably, probably, probably AIDS at this point as well. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, uh, the, you yeah, know, the Omicron's uh, probably mutated again in your body. You're probably patient zero for for like the next one. I hope so. I like, hope I'm the, the fucking first guy to kill everybody. You're the chosen one. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so your degrees in, in English, is it hard not to like really like flex the, the English muscles and like write all the time and like write scripts and, and write books? And First of all, did, did you finish college? Oh, it's a, yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's fair. That's a good question, dude. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, no, I finished college. The thing is like, I chose English creative writing when I had already started stand-up and my whole goal was literally just to write more so that I'd write more stand-up. Okay. Oh, you didn't want to like start writing for a show or something like that? I mean, I, I I feel so strangely about those things. Like, I feel like maybe I should like focus on those things, but naturally I don't really have the inclination to be particularly interested in, <laughs> in those things. I don't, I mean like sitcoms, I'm just not a huge sitcom person. I just don't watch that much TV. I don't watch too much TV. I watch more movies. I don't know why. I think it's easier for me to pay attention to a movie than someone who's like, here, watch this sitcom. There's 12 seasons and there's 20 episodes a season and they're a half hour. I'm like, I don't even want to look at it. I don't want to start. There aren't a lot of sitcoms that are good anyway. Like, uh, Yeah, there's a few that are good. And even the good ones, I'm like, I understand why this is good. I mean, I like some. I like I liked The Office when I was in high school. I like I liked It's Always Sunny. Did you like more like the skit stuff, like uh, Mad TV, SNL? I loved Mad TV when I was a kid. I loved Chappelle Show, Mister Show. I don't know if you guys yeah. know Mister Show. Mr. Show. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mister Shows. Why? Why kids you know? Why kids you know? I like yeah, yeah. Kids in the Hall and all that. Too old for you? No, I, I mean Kids in the Hall is too old. I, I I've like looked them up, but only because comedy nerded out, you know. So then, yeah. So you so you weren't really writing uh, when you're doing stand up. Like, when did you get to the point where you wanted to start writing like gets and and doing that kind of stuff? I guess I would make them here and there and stuff. And I like a lot of my friends do that kind of thing. It's not the most writerly process. It's very like bullet points. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's not the way things are now. Make it quickly. Pack it with a bunch of jokes. Make it forty seconds. Yeah. You know, I can write it if I have an idea. If I get just the kernel of an idea, it's not very much writing, like to write something for for 40 seconds. It's like a page on a notebook and it's like shorthand. And then I just end up riffing some other shit from there. You just kind of build to an ending. So yeah, you go from like A to B and you fill in. Yeah. Between. yeah. Yeah. I never like really felt super confident. It's like writing. The only thing I felt confident in college was uh, creative nonfiction, which was like memoir and like essay writing. Okay. I felt like way better with that. And I think that lends itself to stand up because it's creative nonfiction. That's like a great way of yeah, definitely describing stand up. So I did like the more advanced courses on creative nonfiction. Felt pretty good about that. I think I got a B. From a comedic standpoint, are you critical on other people's writing of like their own like jokes and, and structures? Like from like from your, from your background or <laughs> do, you, do you ever shit on you your want, friends? Do you want me to name names? Rise <laughs> <laughs> with fake Jika. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm like a snob, you know, I can do okay. that way. But like more, more from like your, your background and, and writing and all that, like I'm just curious if like that plays more of a part of it. Because like you also said you're a comedy nerd. So I, I get like why you'd be snobby because you're like yeah. so into comedy, but more from like uh, from a writing perspective. Specifically writing. I mean, I can look at like jokes and like be like, why would you say that? 
why are you not saying this or, or point out something as hacky or that joke is eight sentences too long for no reason. I feel like I'm pretty good at like rewriting. Like, I think it's a big strength of mine in, in comedy. I'll do something once and it takes me a while to like fumble through it. But once I have like, oh, this is the meat of this thing, I can, I feel like I'm really good at like whittling it down to like three sentences and it gets everything across. So a lot of time I listen to people's acts and I'm like, this is so boring because you're, you're telling 15 minutes of jokes in, in 45 minutes. Like this sucks. I hate this. <laughs> Are you generous with your critiques? No, <laughs> no, I would never. You never. No, I just, no, I mean, I'll nudge the guy next to me. I'd be like, you know, this guy, I'll nudge my friend and be like, look at this <laughs> loser, huh? <laughs> it's some yeah, you're, you're never like, hey, hey why, why did you think that was funny? <laughs> no, dude. I wouldn't do that. If someone asked me, then I'll be like blunt and I get so excited because <laughs> it's, you know, like a sadistic thing. You know, I got to maybe watch myself. I'm so glad you asked. I've been, uh, I've been talking. Yeah. I've been stewing on this for a while and I tell you why I hate this. I think about I've it three written, times a day. It's like so, yeah. it's so bad. I have like <laughs> so, a fucking persuasive essay already written up that I'm going to email you. Something I'm kind of curious about, like, I imagine there's like different levels of skill, obviously, with the people that are that you're coming up with. You try to like kind of form the, the group that you hang out with based on like people that are going to make you better. It's like very natural, you know? Yeah. It's like whoever's funny is just more fun to be around because they're funny. I agree. And, and there are people who stink on stage who are super funny to talk to. And I'll be friends with that person. There's a big disconnect between just being funny and then knowing how to write a joke or whatever. So I can forgive that. I can look past that. I'm a big man. What was kind of the driving force of working on the the pilot, Get Good? Was it just like Jake talked you into it? I know he the way he explained to us is he kind of just like, I got this yeah. idea. I did not want to. Oh, uh, you didn't want to? <laughs> Jake said, I'll give you $500. I was like, no. <laughs> you're, like, you're, yeah. you're a really good friend of mine. I don't I don't really want to be honest with you. I said, Jake, I, just, I said, whatever, don't do this. That's why I said that. It was a lot of just me trying to talk him out of it. Like, no one's going to want to watch you on camera. Were you the one that wrote the script? No, no, that was Joe Jacks. Yeah, oh, okay. Joe, like yeah. that's your your podcast partner. Yeah, yeah, he's the best. He's a film major. He's a great scriptwriter. He'll send me some shit that he wrote. I was like, fucking hell, dude, so good. He wrote like a feature movie in like high school, and he said to me, "I was like, this is good. This is really good." Wow. Yeah, no, that was Joe. I, I think what I contributed to the writing was kind of more like writing bits, or like punching up. You said you're, you're good at like reducing it to like just getting the funny bits and all cutting out a lot of filler. Was that something you were involved with? Right. Yeah. I think I'm good at like writing jokes, writing bits, writing like sketches, like funny ideas. But as far as like a narrative goes, I'm really just not, I'm not learned, you know, learned on that subject. Like I don't read a lot of fucking novels. <laughs> like I really don't, you know, I don't watch that much like story driven or like TV stuff. You know, I was really kind of, it's, a, it's more out of my depth for Joe, who's like made films, you know, watches like a lot of movies, a lot of TV, reads more books than I do. So like super versed in writing fiction, whereas I can be like, here's a sketch idea. It's basically a joke you can describe in two sentences, but I made it 45 seconds long. <laughs> just like a bunch of jokes. So I, I think I just contributed more jokes to the to the script than anything, whereas Joe really wrote the plot of the thing and like the characters like that's another thing he understands. I'm a character. I don't fucking make an arc for a character. Makes him grow and learn. I'm like I don't fucking know. 
<laughs> what about like working with your friends on like a relative serious project? Cause like they want to like make like a serious legit thing. Was, was that hard working with your friends on that? A little bit. I mean, there was just, the thing is like in terms of labor, like, no, not really. Jake's one of the hardest working people that I know. Definitely the hardest working comedian that is in Orlando. I really can't think of too many of anyone who lives in Orlando. I wouldn't, I would put Jake's work ethic against them. Like guy's a fucking animal. He's fucking insane. I don't know. He'll, he'll work his nine to five and then edit two things fucking then do stand up later and then go home and fucking write out the beats for his next video. I'm just like, you're fucking insane. So that, so Jake made it really easy in that sense of where I'm like, I don't have to worry about anything being done, but it was kind of hard for like, there's like weird, like interpersonal things that can be awkward. You know, it's like, how do you like uh, teach someone how to be an actor? Like, I don't know. I, I took six weeks of an act class getting mad at your friend you know is awkward sometimes or just being really frustrated with your friend yeah we, we know what that's like yeah yeah <laughs> but other than that there was it was good i love joe well jake dean was the boss oh yeah, yeah. he was the circle he's, he's yeah. great he was he's like a bona fide actor i didn't really know that he fucking crushed it i was like oh this guy actually learned how to act this is sick. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, he was he was on that threw me off because like, I knew the rest of you guys, like because I've seen your stuff online, but I never seen yeah. that guy. I'm like, who is this guy? He was a slap right. it. I mean, to me, he's he's a great stand-up too. He's a really oh, okay. great stand-up. He's been doing stand-up for like 20 years. Oh wow. And you can tell he's fucking he's not some stodgy old shit hack cruise guy. <laughs> you know, it's actually fucking good. <laughs> What was uh? What were some of the, the challenges you faced actually working on that project then? Honestly, like I kind of had like a sweet gig where I just kind of like looked at the script. I didn't have to do too much shooting. I didn't have to do too much writing. So I just got to like be filmed by a fancy camera. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I didn't have too many lines either. So <laughs> it was nice. It, it Like personally, I was like, it's not too bad at all. Okay. I'd been on like film sets for other things that were so much less. I think partially it's because it was like, there would be these like kids film projects and they're like super serious and like everything was like very exact. It would just be these eight hour days. And I'm like, why am I here? <laughs> this was like, Oh, just come by when it's your turn. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> kind of less intense than some other sh- shoots I've been on. Anything you, uh, you would change if you had to redo it. Probably the main character, probably cast yeah. someone else. <laughs> yeah. Someone more handsome, like, someone. AJ Wilkerson. <laughs> yeah we could just recast agent and no one would fucking notice <laughs> i think what we're going forward with that project i think it deserves just kind of to be a little smarter than it is i don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with dick fart fat that's great but if we're going to invest this time and money into it i'm like like we lean too hard on it. like the, the bit with dean i think is so so good <laughs> joe basically wrote that whole thing I'm pretty sure he wrote that whole thing where it's just deemed being like fucking evil about water. I think it's so yeah, funny yeah. and so good and so interesting. And I'm like, the show needs more of that and less of like calling Jake fat, calling Jake fat. Cause it's like yeah. fat gay. Yeah. 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 It's, it's too much. It's too much. It's like, it kind of ruins it. It's like when you're, I guess maybe in stand up, it's like when you curse too much. Yeah. You say fuck just to say fuck. Yeah. Now cursing has no value. So like now calling Jake fat has no value. It's like, it could be actually shocking and actually funny if it didn't happen every three minutes. So that's, that's what I would like to change. I like that critique because that, that, that was one of my, my things that really stood out to me. It was like, wow, you guys are really leading into this. I know that's like, like a part of like Jake's comedy is <laughs> like, like a lot of like, oh, I'm yeah. fat. People make fun of me because I'm fat. 
Oh, it was just, right. Yeah, it was like oh, it's a little too much. Like let, let people like ease people into it a little bit. Like, right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. That's a, I agree with that. I mean, I think it's it's just easy. That's another thing. I think it's just easy. Yeah, yeah. So it, it becomes a crutch, a crutch. You know, which I'd rather not do. It was good overall, though. It was it was very funny. Uh, definitely had definitely had some really good moments of laughing yeah. out loud. Now that I've shit on it, go yeah, check yeah, it out. Was... Get good on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> get good. It'll get better. That's my <laughs> get good. We're learning. The one race joke was really yeah, funny. The, the spick and span thing. Getting. Yeah. yeah that, was, that was really that was good. Fun. Yeah. I yeah, got fired for being racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, was a, that was a good joke. The, the project itself, like what's the reception bit? I know you guys are kind of like pilots kind of predicating if you're going to make more episodes. Yeah. Uh, People hate it. Going? Really? People don't like it. <laughs> I'm getting, I've gotten death threats. No, it's it's been great. I mean, it's uh, it's Jake's uh, big ass YouTube following, mm-hmm. and all of them are there because Jake is very funny, and because Jake makes jokes about video games that they love, and then also puts stand up out. So it's just like kind of amalgamation of the things he's already been doing. So it just makes perfect sense for Jake's audience. So you know, they love it. Honestly, like if you look at the comments, it's like one to. 25 negative you know positive negative to positive it's like one person would be like one person wrote like a dissertation and i was like you know what i kind of agree like his his critique (laughs) his critique was pretty solid and i was just like yeah that's a good point (laughs) it was kind of what i was saying earlier it's like you meet too heavily on the fat joke and then the other thing was like i don't know how well your audience will receive this this is a long-form project you've made nothing but short-form projects i don't know if this transition will work for you guys and i'm like is this like tough love? Like, this is funny. <laughs> like, it's like, I'm like, yeah, we've had anxiety about both things. You know, it's like, we, we are aware. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's funny when somebody gives you advice and you're like, it's like the obvious thing that any, any critical, like creative yeah. person would notice. Like, Thanks. Right. Right. Thanks, it's a little bit yeah. like, yeah, of course. <laughs> it's like, this is 20 minutes long. Everything else was 30 seconds. Isn't that longer? Yes. Yes. It is long. <laughs> Jake's we're saying Jake's too fat too much. Yeah. And we know. Is there um is, is there talk yet of uh, doing the next episode or next couple episodes? Where where are you guys with that? We just need to meet up and write. I think we have some good ideas going forward. We just need to hammer out the specifics of it. Really, Joe had like several episode ideas. I think right now we're just kind of gonna pick the next one. You know, it's a matter of like which because they're kind of uh, it'll be more. It's not gonna be super overarching. I don't think like with like some long plot. <laughs> But there's going to be some natural progression, you know, where if you find if you find episode three, it's not a huge deal. You know, what I mean, if you rather than episode one, it's like, what the hell is going on? I don't want that. That's cool. So you, you, you guys, you guys can kind of like keep messing around with this and like, uh, you know, get better as you go. And then, yeah, I think you know. that's that's something that like had me anxious at first is just like, oh, like, you know, this where does this go? And then realize like, oh, we don't have to like it can just have the same characters and be funny and yeah. it doesn't need to. It's like, what's next? It's like, it doesn't really matter as long as there's like a good A and B plot going on and good bits in it. Yeah, matter. definitely. Yeah, and you'll, you'll you'll be able to get feedback too, and like kind of adjust, and you'll probably probably be able to make something truly great. You know? Yeah, yeah, and I think it'll be a lot easier to make the second one too. It'll just get exponentially easier, mm-hmm. mostly for Jake because he did fucking everything. <laughs> it usually shows between seasons. Like it usually just gets a lot easier because everyone gets that flow. Everyone knows that. Yeah, the first season. There's no good sitcom in the first. Se- I mean, that's a huge generalization, but probably Arrested Development. Arrested yeah. Development might be the only like 
That's true. Season. Rest of Element. I did really like Rest of Element. But no, Rest of Element is probably uh, probably the only one. Such good writing. Writing was insane for it. Yeah, yeah. That joke is like, or that show is obnoxiously clever, almost. Yeah. Like, all right. So many jokes. <laughs> so many <laughs> jokes. <laughs> Calm down. What's uh? What, what's the next milestones then for you? I mean, you kind of done your pilot with, with those guys. Like, what what are you looking to do next? I don't really know. I mean, I focused really hard on Instagram for a while. Yeah, your Instagram following is insane. I was blown away, like how, how big your following is, like, in a good way. Like yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't mean that's like, no way. Like, like how, how many bots did you buy, dude? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, they're all <laughs> fake, dude. So I focused really hard on that, and I ended up I totally burnt myself out with it. Okay. And then I took like a couple months off, and then I kind of eased myself back into it. And then I think now I'm at the point where if I really kept grinding at it, I would just go and fucking burn myself out again so i'm kind of hanging back right now on instagram just taking a break trying to do more stand-up do you do all the the work for your instagram like all your videos do you do all the editing and, and all that for him yeah 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 okay. i do all the editing so i don't really know i'll probably keep posting stand-up if i if i do bits but as far as like my next milestone i don't really know right now I think I'd like to make another sketch series that's similar to the 15 second podcast that is, or that's just like something refillable like that, but this is completely different from the 15 second podcast. Cause I'm like kind of over those. I'm like totally over those. Cause I, I've, really? I think I've made, yeah, I've just made like 25 of them. You know, it's like, you got me like, I, I was watching yeah, them yesterday. They, they, they were, were so great. good. I don't know if it's just Thanks. like a lot of the people you're talking to or people like we've interviewed or people we talked to. But it yeah. was like the, the Sean Finney one was hysterical with the potato. Oh, like, thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 There was a while I was like so into them and I was just like trying to think of one for everyone I knew. And every time I would think of one for someone, I'd film them and I was making like three or four in a week sometimes, you know, kind of going nuts. And I think I just kind of, you know, it's just natural, I think, to just stop being inspired by a specific thing. I think a couple things have popped up here and there and I'm, I'm not going to stop myself from making them if I think of them. Mm-hmm. But I, I want something else that's similar, but not the same idea. Are you looking to do like something a little bit more serious or something? No, no. Something fucking dumb, fucking okay. just e- easy, like quick jokes. Mm-hmm. What's good about it is that it's just a way to put five jokes into 30 seconds. You know, it's just like, it's super easy to do that with something else. Because I'm kind of just getting just a little, little bored of it. Just a little bored. Do you find that you get bored easily? Yeah, definitely. I think I might have some sort of attention deficit disorder. <laughs> I can't finish a book. I, I definitely, I definitely do. That's a yeah, that's a thing. Are you very forgetful? I'm extremely forgetful. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm terrible. I'm forgetful. I, uh... Was that the drugs though? <laughs> it could be. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. But I remember taking. You ever take out? Do you get Adderall for it? You got ADHD? Yeah. yeah. Can you I, I, mail uh, me I, some? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, Adderall. <laughs> Sure, just uh, send, send me if you send me a hundred bucks, like I'll, I'll I'll get it I'll get it over to you. Look, you're you're joshing around, <laughs> but I love Adderall. I haven't done it in years, but every time I did it, I was like, this is the greatest. Do you do you got a script for it? Uh, I, I'm I serious. Do you fucking take it? I used to. I used to have it. What yeah. do you? Why'd you stop? I I haven't had health insurance in years. That's a good reason. <laughs> I say just pay out of pocket. Just drop fifteen hundred. <laughs> <laughs> a pill whatever fucking horror it actually costs yeah, i mean if you sell half the bottle you're you're breaking even you're that's true go. yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. sell it yeah. what are you thinking 
this is <laughs> it's, it, I, I used to carry around in my pocket and like the the label would like like grind off and so i was basically like carrying around illicit drugs oh, right nice. <laughs> nice dude yeah that shit is tight <laughs> makes my it makes my heart hurt a little bit so I'm, oh yeah that's no that's, good it's probably the obesity though it's yeah but i mean that's the thing though is that if you take adderall you don't have an appetite so you kind of win yeah you'll win the battle against your heart it you just... it, it never defeated my appetite <laughs> oh really that's a, that's incredible i can't imagine eating yeah i feel like a space alien i think it's a i think it's emotional more than anything else though so. oh word shouldn't adderall help with the emotions too if, if you want to be angry it helps oh really you get irritable <laughs> i get i get pretty irritable yeah ah oh, that sucks dude <laughs> it's, it's really funny that like that um adderall works for everybody except people that have adhd you know what i mean so, really i always yeah, heard like, it's like yeah okay maybe i don't have it because I well no no it, it, it might work for you love it, it doesn't really so work much. for me all that much like it's God, that, it's uh that sucks dude it, it'll work Try, for a couple uh, days meth maybe yeah th- th- i've it's been pretty similar methamphetamine at what point yeah, in your life you're yeah. considering like meth is a good choice? Like your life has to be pretty fucked up. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> like, meth, meth will make this better. Oh. If you can't pay attention, I feel like meth's got to be good. <laughs> it's got to help. From what I can, from what I've heard, like doing comedy could help too. Like <laughs> with, uh, with paying attention. With the depression. Yeah, depression. I, I oh, with depression. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I mean, just got to have a goal. Yeah. Just going to be striving towards things. Which the Adderall helps with. I'm telling you, dude. It's your mindset. Yeah, I, I think well, it, it, it works sometimes. sometimes <laughs> it I, I think I think it um it has to do with. I mean, it it, it increases the bioavailability of like particular like neurotransmitters, and if, if those neurotransmitters aren't there in the first place, it doesn't really doesn't really help. So like sometimes sometimes it works, sometimes oh, word. it doesn't. Damn. So you just dropped some fucking beautiful five dollar words, and I got it. <laughs> The bioavailability of neurotransmitters, dude. That's fucking nice. Yeah, uh, feel that free to good. use it. Um, so I, I, I think I'm gonna add that to your real shameless of weird shit. <laughs> bioavailability of neurotransmitters. <laughs> that sounds like a textbook I had to buy for $150 in college. <laughs> yeah, I never read. Uh, so yeah, I never read. It. Just failed. Everything goes the way you want it to. Like, where, like, where do you want this like comedy thing to go for you? I think the really the main goal is to just like sell out comedy clubs. That would be tight as hell. If I could just go to Wisconsin on Friday through Sunday, just do like five shows for like 1500 people total. That would be sick as hell. That's like really it. Do you have like a headliner set worked out already? Or? I mean, I, I, uh, no, I mean, I've headlined, you know, I have the capability to headline. I wouldn't say that like, oh, this is the headlining act I have because I've headlined maybe a little bit more than a handful of times, maybe five or six times, you know, in that range. So I'm very new to it. And what I've always done is like, I have the best 30, 35 minutes, and then I'm supposed to do 45. So that 10 gets filled in with either material I don't think is the strongest, or if I'm lucky, then I end up riffing and doing crowd work and it like fills in those gaps. You know, if I have a good set, I can get away with 30, 30 minutes of material and do like 45, like easily, like that can happen super easily. So I don't have anything like fucking that's like steel, you know? Is there a, is there anything other than time that um, that's different about headlining? Yeah. The worst thing is check drop, which 
y'all know about y'all know about check drop. No, no what that is. So that's when people pay their bills. So you go to a club, you know, they order the pretzels oh, and okay, uh, fucking yeah. spicy margarita, and then like in the last 10, 15 minutes of your set, they get the check back, and then they have to take their wallets out, sign the check, do the tip. Oh, so it's distracting them. Yeah. So yeah, and then so at any point, like a third of the room or more. They all just got their checks. They're right. And they're not listening to you. And so it's just so bizarre. Like it's, I'm standing on stage with the microphone, speaking to people who are looking down, like writing, like doing math in their head. It's so awkward. And it's like, you can't really do, if you do, it'll just bomb. Like you're going to bomb. Like <laughs> it just feels like I'm bombing. I'm bombing. I'm so bombing. Do, do you cater like your set a little bit for that back end to like have somewhere like you're, you're like nice, you're punching your stuff. Yeah. That's the thing I've done. I've only done it a couple of times. One time actually with that, because I've only headlined a club once. The other stuff was like bar shows or it was uh, a this little magic theater that let let me do it. And they had a just open bar in the back. So there was never a check. Okay. But I just noticed it like so acutely. And I totally forgot about check drop before I had gone up and I was just like doing some bit. I'm like, I'm like, Oh, that fucking got nothing. That's I know that should have gotten, I've been doing better. What is going on? And then I'm like, Oh, they're all fucking scribbling their fucking signatures right now is it uh, is, is it better to do crowd work during that time do you think yeah a lot of people like they'll just do crowd work or like they just kind of understand you know they understand it's check drop time so that you can tell they're not phased you know it's like of course because even like not not every place will have a check drop like uh it's like primarily like the those clubs where like a bar is yeah. be open after you're right right set. so it's not bars, thing. yeah so that's 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 really interesting. You have to like kind of cater if it's a, you're anticipating a check drop or something. Yeah, and also yeah. just any momentum that you've built is just gone. Like it's just it's like okay, it's like you got to start back over almost. Like you had it's it was weird. It was super yeah, especially weird. if you're building like an arc and all. If you're doing like more storytelling uh, type jokes, where you're kind of just building off each other. Yeah, that would suck if I was yeah. like doing some kind of like one man show type thing, and then you know right when my father you know dies of alcohol poisoning everyone's fucking signing their names on to, to buy their pretzel yeah that would be, that would be <laughs> shitty huh you're, you're like the only one that's moved by your story yeah i'm just weeping <laughs> on stage and they're like how much do you tip on on 45 <laughs> I, I only uh I, I, had, I had two beers not three i didn't have a mick ultra i don't know who said it <laughs> something like that it's also the audience is kind of worse like in uh because they've seen more comedy so they're tired (laughs) so like you have to be you have to be markedly better i think you know otherwise it's just like it's like by then they're already like a few beers in kind of thing like their night's like winding down right it's like they've just watched an hour of comedy like halfway through your set they've probably watched like a little over an hour of comedy that's like a long time and like comedy can you can't watch more than 90 minutes of stand up. Like you can, if you love them, but even that you have to kind of try like 90 minutes is like the perfect amount of time for stand up. If it's more then it sucks. Yeah. I've I've noticed when I've gotten to shows, there's like, there's usually sometime halfway through the headlining set. When I, when I stop, I stop hearing what they're saying. Yeah. (laughs) You're just like, I'm done drifting. Like, unless I, unless I love the comedian, then I'm going to like drift off. There's a few people who I, I wouldn't, stop paying attention to but again i think i have i need adderall so i think maybe that's <laughs> that's the problem <laughs> yeah, yeah if i was on adderall i would be just writing everything they're saying 
Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the problem, you just haven't found the right drugs to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To <laughs> properly enjoy. I feel like a real degenerate talking now, but I honestly, I don't really do drugs anymore. <laughs> right. Cops don't watch her, her podcast. No, I know, I know. I mean, <laughs> like a big winky face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do, honestly don't. I barely drink. Yeah. And I, I used to smoke pot all the time. I stopped smoking pot because it made me too nervous. I was, it was, it was, it was giving you anxiety. <laughs> no, it's not, I'm not really. the Adderall to bring you back down. Yeah. Yeah. To bring yeah. the edge out. That was the thing I noticed about Adderall. So I was like, I would think it would freak me out, but it did the complete opposite. I've never felt more in control of my brain ever. That's, that's the funny thing. Sometimes when I would take it, I would go to sleep. It's like my, my, my brain was like, now we can, we can like chill out. Okay. Now. Yeah. Yeah. You got something. <laughs> because <laughs> i would like i would like read the dictionary and then uh you know play super smash brothers for 12 hours straight and chain smoke cigarettes i would not go to sleep that's like a regular night for me that's a good time yeah <laughs> what are some of the least uh enjoyable aspects of comedy slash stand-up for you like what uh what do you, what do you really don't like about the grind <laughs> <laughs> i think the worst part just watching your friends succeed is just absolutely <laughs> brutal. <laughs> Fuck my funny absolutely. friends. Uh, unreal. He got what? <laughs> the Tonight Show? This is bullshit. Before me. Finnerty. Finnerty. Sean Finnerty. It was just because he's Irish. You know, like, the, yeah, yeah. The first yeah. Irish comedian, yeah. And the last. We've been we've been oppressed so much. But no, like the the jealousy thing is bad. Okay. That's does hurt, but that's also like that's a spiritual you know conquest. That is you can't blame comedy on that. Does it not like motivate you though when you see your friends do really well? Or you're like, fuck, I gotta do better than them. Or I gotta, like it should, better. shouldn't it? Okay. That's how it does for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I oh, say it's sorry. positive. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, great. Oh, look yeah. at you. All right. Fucking we got the goddamn Dalai Lama over here. It would probably motivate you if you thought they were better than you, right? And you think you're better than them already. You know what I mean? If I think I'm better than them and they get something that then it's bad. But that's just like total like that's just entitlement or like jealousy yeah. or you know, that's right. like a shitty that's my own pettiness. So you can't blame comedy on that. You know, if I was in fucking did door-to-door sales, I'd probably look at the guy next to me like this guy fucking really? <laughs> He's selling security systems more than me. <laughs> you know, I'd probably just be fucking annoying about that too. I don't know. Anything I don't like, it's usually just like some weird thing. That's just my disposition. And it's, I'm like really disorganized. And I'm realizing recently how important being organized is in stand up. It's just like, it's very entrepreneurial. So like, it's important to be like business minded and, uh, you know, have Excel spreadsheets of every club owner's name and shit like that. And just your act, like doing it, you know, making everything transition and flow and like nice and like seem like this polished fucking thing. Whereas like I can think of a bunch of shit, but I can't fucking put it together. So it becomes this, if I don't work on it, which is like boring work, it's not yeah. like particularly exciting to like sort my material by subject. It's like, that's so boring and it takes so long. So I don't want to do that. So that part sucks, but that's just me being a little lazy boy. And I should fucking buck up, get it done. We didn't talk about your podcast yet. What, how, how did that come to be? Do you just get jealous of Jake's podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no. Have you heard his? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm jealous of a couple of jokes, dude. <laughs> no, a couple of jokes is funny. It is really entertaining. <laughs> it actually is really funny. Uh, and they're smart, too, because they make their episodes 20 minutes long, so you can actually listen to the whole thing. 
Not that. Anyway, um, fuck you. We've been talking for an hour. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Maybe do a part one, part two. But, no, I mean to be fair, only about twenty minutes is of this is usable. Is usable? Yeah. yeah. Is that? Yeah. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, I was like, were you talking for the other forty? <laughs> Don't fucking come at me, James. <laughs> I'm defensive. I'm so defensive. This is a safe space, dude. <laughs> we're all friends. I, yeah, I, yeah, I was yeah. just instantly. I'm always on my back heels. I don't even know you guys. Yeah. I'm just laughing. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong. Yeah, you're like I, I go to therapy. I don't know you like that, Seamus. I don't know. Yeah, you yeah. Like sorry. That. I know. Sometimes I act too familiar. I was in Nashville and uh, this comic, he was on stage and we were in the green room. It's right behind the stage, right? And so, and we were all like yucking it up in the green room and something got a big laugh in the green room. And it was during like a setup of his joke. So he came back into the room and he was like, I was so confused, like why you guys were laughing during the setup of one of my jokes. And then I realized you guys were just probably riffing about something back here. And I'd never met, I haven't said a word to this guy. And I go, uh, yeah, we definitely weren't laughing at your act. That's <laughs> what I said. I, I've never met him. And I was like, why did I say that? Do, do, it was so laugh? fucking mean. He like looked at me like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and I was like, Ugh. it was Theo Vaughn. You know? <laughs> yeah, <it was> the, <laughs> yeah, some guy named uh, yeah, Theo something. He just looked at me like, uh, and then he said, he said, all right, or something like that. And I was like, ah, oh, I'm such an asshole. Why would I do that? Like I remember you as that piece of shit. <laughs> instantly on bad terms. Yeah. But then later through the night, I talked to him and seemed normal. I was like, ah, I should have apologized, but I'm too much of a coward. <laughs> do, the, do, do those kinds of interactions haunt you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I just, oh, I, I love to remember embarrassing things I did that no one else, almost certainly no one else recalls. <laughs> So you ever apologize for something and people don't even know yeah. what you're, they don't even remember the yeah, thing you're yeah. apologizing for. This was my whole weekend. Like you, you don't even fucking remember it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now you're pissed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're pissed that they don't remember you fucking forgetting their bottle of water. Some little petty thing. Do you find it more satisfying to make comics laugh than regular people? Not on stage. Well, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe off stage. Yeah. You know, if you're a comic, I respect you know, <laughs> it goes like comics. I respect normal people. Comics. I don't respect. It's like, it's like, it's like oh, this, this fucker's laughing at me. I can't, I gotta, yeah, no, I gotta change that. Right. That sucks. I That guy sucks. He's laughing. So that means that sucks. That's a bad joke. This guy's liking it. Yeah. Yeah. If that guy, that, that'd be a good test. I should pitch some, some shit to someone I hate. And then if they like it, go, all right, I won't do it. Cut it out. <laughs> yeah, it's out. Then I'm I'm done. If they ever come up to me and go, I love that joke. I'm like, it's gone. <laughs> it's out. <laughs> I, can't, I can't stand the thought of you enjoying uh, something I've said. Yeah, there's plenty of people like that. We all feel that way. About Jake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we usually ask uh, one last uh, question for our guest. Any, any words of wisdom for an aspiring comedian that you wish you would have got when you first started out? The first thought is just the cliche of it, nothing matters. Just continue doing it. Actually work on it. If you're putting in an effort, you will get better at it. Maybe you actually, you might not, but if you have talent for it, if you're genuinely funny and you work hard at it, then you'll get better. And then you can see if it's something you'd like to continue doing. Just treat it like that. Try to have fun while doing that because everything else is, it doesn't matter. So have you ever met anybody that's that, that actually does put in a lot of work and just never gets better? 
Like they like they're actually they're actually working. Mm, no, not really. Now that you said it, I think it's it's also like a feedback loop. Like right. if you suck. Why would you work hard at it? Because there's no you're not getting anything out of it because you suck. I mean, if you're totally diluted, uh, and diluted people don't work hard because they think they're great already. Right. So there's yeah. So probably not. That's a good point. It's been an absolute blast having you on our podcast tonight. Thank you so much for uh, for coming on. Really, really enjoyed it. Do you have any upcoming shows or any uh, anything you want to plug? Yeah, I did want to plug one thing. I don't know if you have any followers in Melbourne, Florida. Well, uh, Retro Records, February 11th in Melbourne. I love the guy who runs that show, Jimmy. Jimmy Moynihan. I don't know if you know him, but he's very funny. He runs a great show at a record store that's fucking cool as hell. So I would love to have people there. It's just fucking dumb. Yeah, yeah, cool. Where can our listeners find more of you and your work and, and all that awesome stuff? I just follow my Instagram. It's I'm Chris Jeans. I am Chris and then Jeans like a pair of jeans. I know I made you say Jean earlier. Was that a bit? No, it's how you say it, but you can say it either way. <laughs> it's Jean is how you say it, but I say Jeans because like I had to make a Jeans because there's already an I'm, I'm Chris Jeans. So I put Jeans and it's easy to explain I'm Jeans like a pair of jeans. Because some people will put G-E-N-E. And I'm like, no, dude, what the fuck? You think my name is Christopher Eugene? What the fuck do you think my name is? It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> what a terrible name that would be. Christoph, it's been an absolute pleasure hanging out. Yeah, definitely, man. Chatting. Thanks it. for having me. Fun yeah. time, you guys. Yeah, we really enjoyed hanging out. You're, you're really funny. Appreciate it. You go. <laughs> No, no, Christoph's a, a cool guy, and all. It, it's interesting talking to someone that uh, we've recently talked to, like part of their project, and, and kind of seeing it from like his side of it as yeah. well. It, it's cool to see like that, that kind of that development, like from a multi, like multiple angles, and all. And I'm really glad their, their pilot is, is picking up, and all. Like uh, it was really, really enjoyable when we watched it today. Yeah, man. Yeah, I like, I like that they're, I like what they're doing. It's it's, it's cool because like they're all like really funny guys, and they all seem like they're really good friends as well. On top of it which is awesome so it's always cool to create good content with your friends yeah it's real it's real awesome it's a lot more fun when your friends are funny though you know i, I imagine that's more fun you know when you're when your friends are you know when they're not you know not not boring to hang out with it's, it's actually even funnier when what friends aren't like trying to be overly funny for no reason and they're not it's probably more fun when your friends actually have some standard of quality and they just don't put something out just for no reason you know yeah <laughs> i'm joking <laughs> yeah, I, I, I found it interesting like, something i hadn't heard before like them talking about what was difficult about um about headlining that was cool to hear i, I hadn't heard heard those uh those those insights before you know yeah yeah that's definitely something you don't really think about and i'm, I'm guilty of it because i've been to comedy clubs and i'm cashing out and i never yeah. really thought about like the interruption that, that must cause for for someone doing a set and like retroactively trying, I'm trying to remember like, did I ever see like see shows where like maybe they were doing more crowd work at the end of it, or maybe they were doing something that wasn't like overly intensive. I, I don't recall personally, but I'm going to be looking for it. Like next time I go to like a, a comedy show. I, I, I think that's why it's important to have a host as well. Like I was, I was at a show on um, uh, last Friday where there was mm-hmm. no host and like, you know, the, the feature act just came up and started doing comedy and like people were talking and like, like nothing had been set. The tone hadn't been set, you know? So it was, it was kind of, odd thing to come into like not not being a host you know yeah yeah especially like, like the way steven uh, bowles described it is like the whole the host is really there to like get everyone like like in that space for comedy and, and all like definitely like set the table for for the upcoming feast if you will 
So it is definitely important. Um, and I have been in shows before where the host is absolute dog shit. And like they're they're trying to be like overly funny and like they're there's really weird and awkward. And it, it does take a while for like the, the show to get back on track and also. Yeah. Yeah, you want you want everybody up there to kill, I think. Yeah. Uh, again, I think Steven like described it best by the, the whole point of it is just to get people ready and all. And like sometimes you're able to get like a little bite, but like you're not gonna eat a full meal. Your set is catered to like prop up those people and get the main acts and all. Yeah, you're so. you're a fluffer. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. If you would like to support the WWSD podcast, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash WWSD underscore podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Christoph. Uh, oh, shit. I fucked up your name. <laughs> <laughs> CJ. Do that uh, shit again. CJ. <laughs> Run that uh, back. Say it right. It's Christoph, right? Christoph, yeah. Christoph. Uh, do you prefer Chris yeah, yeah. or Christoph? I prefer Christoph. Christoph? Okay, cool. cool. And yeah. then uh, Jean is your last name? Yeah. Okay. You can say Jean if you want to be French. Is it John? Christoph Jean. You can say Jean like French. <laughs> I don't want to fuck up your last name. <laughs> you can say Jean if it's easier. I don't give a shit. No, no, no. no. John's fine. I, just, I, I don't know if you're fucking with me. That's why I couldn't tell. <laughs> no, no. It's 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 Jean if you're French. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Christoph, fucking, Christoph and I. Like Jean-Pierre. Yeah. Okay. Christoph John. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 